0: Before we get started. Before
1: we get started.
0: This show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kinda like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is clicks in it. This
2: is clicks in it.
0: So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now your gaming superheroes: Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation! Welcome to season four of the Clicksing It podcast channel. Yes, we are on episode one hundred and fifty. We have our seasons are in fifty minute increments. I'm glad we were able to stick around this long. Hopefully, there'll be another one hundred and fifty episodes in the future. With me in the studio today, we have Ryan Tree Trunks Redman, if you've ever met him in real life. He actually got that nickname out there in Portland, where he was last, not last weekend, the weekend before that. And then we got Dan the Man, because I couldn't think of a better name for him, Schwab with us as well. So we got a few things to talk about today. We're actually going to be doing a Fantasy Hero Clicks draft towards the end, so make sure you stick around till then. But until then, let's get into a quick how was our week.
2: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there
0: are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Uh, rather than talking about our personal lives for however our a week, we actually had our month to slop event at our venue two days ago. So we're just going to kind of go around the table here and talk about what we pulled, how we did, things like that. So let's start off with Dan. He didn't have the best day, but I'll have him explain that. <laughs> so my pulls were double rare again. So I pulled double rare in month one,
1: but I at least pulled, um, I think I pulled the rare Gorgon from the slop in month one, which wasn't that bad. Like he's not amazing, but he's not awful. So my pulls this month were the common or uncommon Gorgon from the set. Um, I don't even remember what my other, what was my like standard rare from the set itself? It was ap- my rare apocalypse. Po- yeah, it was our yeah it was Danger Room Apocalypse. My my slop rare was Nanny, which is like she's not like amazing, but she's also just not that great either. I thought it was Wild it, Child. No, he was my um, he's an uncommon. Oh, so okay. Nanny, Nanny was a rare. But she just didn't work because I didn't have like I couldn't run a theme team or anything else, and I was just having issues just getting anything at all together. Um, and so and she just I didn't have enough move attack in and of itself, or fl- like she has flight, but. I don't know. I just didn't have enough going on that I thought I could make her work, and um, my other pulls were not great. I'm pretty sure I had the worst combination of pulls I could have gotten out of that, so um, it was pretty rough. I mean, I ended up going two and one. One of them was a bye, though, so it doesn't really feel like I got a win. I mean, I, I did, but it just doesn't feel the same, you know? Yeah. So, um, so it didn't like end up being the worst overall. Um, my first match was against Juice here, and he just kicked my teeth in. So that was a bit unfun but you know i mean that's just that's what happens so but it just it i'm pretty sure that my standings are not going to be great for month three so i probably won't wind up where i want to which is i think the part that is going to be frustrating for me but whatever it is his how it is maybe maybe i'll pull it out and be do better than i think on month three but i'm trying to take a um a realistic approach at this point so so Um, but
0: so for Close those up. of you as for, for for those of you who don't know how we're running our event we're not doing the typical battle Royal. we are doing where you get a booster from the regular exosword set and then a booster from the slop set and then you make a 300 point team so that's why he was saying he got the gorgon from the um regular set not the slop event so and i didn't even, I didn't even
1: get the good gorgon like i got
0: nope. the, i think the common one is actually better
1: than the uncommon like i i got the worst of the two
0: Yeah, so we're just doing a 300-point format where we play against one person at a time, but sealed in that way. And then what sword did you pull? Um, I pulled the Sword of Might, which is when you use blades,
1: you can deal, like, your printed damage plus one, which most of my characters didn't really have high damage anyway, so it really didn't help me that much. And then when I did hit, it was usually when they were down to, like, two damage. So it was like, oh, I'm doing three. Okay.
0: Yeah, because your team consisted of Cypher from Slop. Apocalypse Rare, Wild Child from Slop, the regular, the non-recruiter Cyclops from the set.
1: Yep, yeah, he's and... like he's, he's one of the like leaders or whatever from the set itself. Like the Gorgon was the same thing. He was also like that. He has the leader trait, where if you succeed, you can use like the X Men team leaves free, which that's good and all. It just I didn't, I couldn't like run a full X Men team, so it didn't help me as much as I was hoping it would. Yeah, do you remember what uh, tarot card you pulled from Slop? Um no I gave it to Ryan so he should actually have that I don't I don't know though I don't remember what I got okay
0: but yeah Dan uh, is currently three and three so and how we're doing it is that if you win your match in your game you get three points if you if you lose you get one point so we're also doing a event point system as well just in case there's any ties or things like that uh, so yeah Dan is three and three with twelve points and one thousand one hundred and seventy five points. And then Ryan, he's actually doing another um, event besides R, where he's actually doing Battle Royal. So before you talk to us about Sunday, tell us about how you're doing in that one.
2: Uh, no, so we're actually still doing the uh, the build. Oh, you are um, okay. Build your own teams, yeah. But the only difference is that we got two kits, so we're building with two boosters.
0: Yeah. So you're getting two Apocalypses and two Genesis at the end of the event. Correct. Yeah. So that's gonna be nice. <laughs> and what's your standings in that one? Or how have you been pulling lately?
2: Um I pulled so bad on the first one I didn't even play the rares that I got and uh, it did not go well. so I think I went one and two with a buy maybe on the first one and then second I went two and one because I was able to I pulled the uh, super rare magic and the uh, the Wolverine that uh, has a bunch of the crazy rollouts and stuff, which is really nice.
0: And then you bought two boosters afterwards and you pulled Apocalypse and was it Whiteside? Captain, no, Avalon. Captain Avalon. Captain Avalon. Yeah. So they have the boosters left over. He, whoever I guess wins, or is, is it whoever gets to win gets to pick some, or does it just for free for all or at the end? Uh free for all. Free for all. And then you pull the apocalypse. Yeah. So that's a win right there. One.
2: Oh yeah. Three of the four uh super rares in one month is pretty big.
0: Yeah. And what are your what are you what are your chances at winning Genesis or Apocalypse and that event going?
2: Um, well, that's pretty good, at least for a Genesis at the very least.
0: Yeah, I um, guess if there's two of each, you have a better chance.
2: Yeah, so we're pretty we're probably pretty good with that. The um, Standing-wise, though, I think I'm like right in the middle out of everybody. So I have to have a good month uh, next month. Okay. And then the people that are winning need to have a bad month.
0: Yeah, that's usually <laughs> how it works. Uh, and then what about in our sh- slop month, too?
2: Uh, So I pulled Wizkid, um, the Storm from the main set, the Dazzler from the Slop, the Recruiter Cyclops, and then the Magic that has the Perplex from the main set. And then the um, Super I I pulled was Captain Avalon, so I ended up not getting Theme because he was easily the best piece that I had. What else did you.
0: That was your team, but what else did you pull? Anything else that you were thinking of playing?
2: Um, I pulled one of each Fury, um, and then. I put Rock Slide on my um, sideline for Cyclops to recruit him in case I needed him, which only came into play in the last match because it did not go well.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. I Um, know we will. What sword did you pull? I forgot.
2: Skybreaker, so that one you have to roll. Yeah, you attack, you have to roll blades, and um, you get to make a ranged attack immediately after
1: okay, which which, okay. Like avalon i understand why that would have been risky because he already has four damage top dial from the close combat expert and i'm like oh like but i mean getting the second attack is not bad i guess
2: yeah it's it's still worked out plenty of times when i actually hit but i was i had some bad
0: bad uh bad rounds uh who'd you who played dalton in the first round i believe let's, let's backtrack so dan you played me in the first round loss you had to buy the second round, and then who'd you play the third round uh, Cheesehead Ryan in the third round. Cheesehead Ryan. And do you remember what he played? I didn't see anybody uh, else's he, team. Yeah, he played um, Summoner
1: at full. Well, obviously at full, he played the Rogue at full, and then he played uh, the Uncommon Magneto from the main set at 45, which I was like, wow. I was. So, I'm, this is just my personal take that I I thought that that would have been a better choice than, than Rogue, just because Magneto deals with a lot of what's in the set. Like, it's like a good counter to what's in the set, you know? Yeah. Cause he has, I think it, it was the like, Slap Rogue, too. Yeah, it was the slot, which is she's good. She's very good. Like, yeah. I mean, but I, just, I was just thinking in terms of like what the like what he was going against. I would have probably played Magneto at full instead of oh. forty-five. But he was playing Magneto at forty-five, and then he had what was this
0: uh, risque. risque. Yeah, and he plays. He got the, the super rare summoner, the one that makes yeah. the bystanders. So. Yeah. he, yeah, had, he ris- had
1: some good pulls. No, no, he had good pulls. I'm not saying he didn't. I was just thinking about like in terms of like what he was facing. I was like, I that, that would have, but like it's hard because Summoner is so good that I, that would have been hard for me to t- pass like playing him either. So I get I get where he had tough decisions to make.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. actually had some really good pulls. The first month he pulled Blink, the Chase, and God Killer and something. Oh, he pulled what was that one? Mind Control. Guy? <laughs> it was no, it's Tarn. Tarn and the Soul Sword, isn't it? Yeah, he pulled Tarn and the Soul Sword. Yeah, so he pulled Tarn the Soul Sword and the Blink Chase in month one. So he's had some good pulls. Yeah, um, But yeah, back to Ryan. Uh, so Ryan, talk about your first game against Dalton.
2: Uh, yeah, so I played Dalton and uh, one map, and uh, we did go back and forth a few times, but I was able to take out his uh, common summoner on turn two because I had a storm. That storm with the knockback uh, from the common is pretty good and sealed. So I was able to knock his piece right into my little kill box, and I had one-turned the, uh, the common solemn from uh, the main set. And then uh, I had a missed another round where I just missed everything and he was able to take out a couple pieces and then I was able to kind of just uh, whittle him down after that. But it was, it was a pretty close game. It was a good game.
0: Yeah, because it came down to he had a white priestess at the end and you had Wizkid and the recruiter Cyclops.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I took I, my bigger pieces were all dead, so I was just chasing down his white priestess because he ran away with her. Yeah. That's what happened my, second,
1: my my last <laughs> game was I just went all in and I just was very aggressive. And I was able to kill his uh, rogue in one go, and then I just went after everything else. After that, I was just like, "Well, I have to play aggressive because I need I need points." But his pieces were all bricks, so yeah, it was that was a hard one. Yeah, well, round. I did. I, I was able to kill summoner because I had uh, battle fury with wild child, which was nice, so I could avoid the shape change. So I was like, oh, so gonna- yeah,
2: that was the only piece that he had left when I played him. Um, yeah, because that was my that was my second round was um, cheesehead Ryan and. Uh, I kind of just dropped my pieces on him, and uh, we went back and forth a little bit. And I was able to just end up uh, with his summoner because I did not want those pogs all over the place.
0: Yeah, because didn't you pulse wave all of them I, when I when our game was my round two was over? I think I peeked over your game, and he had all three of them. But then you pulse wave them all to death with Dazzler. Yes, I
2: don't know if I
0: did I hit that though.
2: I think I, I missed it.
0: I thought I thought you hit everybody but Summoner
2: maybe that's what it was yeah and i, I know I, I was able to drop the pogs cause i wanted to deal with them last because i've had to fight them before and they can get a little annoying yeah it, they messed me up in uh the seal, or the pre-release event
0: but you win that game i think you did you sweep him
2: uh no i just i wasn't uh able to finish off the summoner so okay. that was all what he had left was a summoner and then our game
0: who do you want me to talk about or do you want to talk about it
2: Uh, I'll start (laughs) off my thing. So I, I won map again and, uh, I was able to place and perplex and with ESDs perplexes and hindering, I was able to get a 20 defense and a 21 defense. And you were still able to just hit me with energy explosion and
1: mess up my characters and that kind of set the pace. He mentioned that, or like before the podcast, he was like, "Oh yeah, like Ryan like was sitting in hindering and had really high defense." He's like, "I had to roll a 9. He's like,
0: "Oh yeah, I did." No, like, yeah, I was, it was like, like oh. a, yeah,
2: elevens on twenty and twenty one, and hit every single attack that he was able to a shot with. So because you like, had
0: oh, you had three perplexes, you had Wizkid, Magic, and Storm.
2: Yeah, so I figured if I wasn't able to get Prob and Theme Team probs, at least I could just perplex up my attacks high enough that I could hit. Yeah, and that worked for the other two games, but.
0: I mean, it was a very good game between us. Uh, It was back and forth for a while. And then just at the end there, I just was able to break away from Captain Avalon and just kind of take out your storm at the last, I think, last action almost. And I won by points. And actually, um, I got more points because you recruited in Rockslide. So that was an unfortunate thing you had to do, too.
2: Yeah, well yeah you took out uh who'd you take out right away magic dazzler you one turned i think on your second turn with that whole onslaught of attacks yes and then uh magic i think fell right after that so i had to bring somebody in so i think i brought uh rock slide in for dazzler yes the recruiter yeah and it was definitely worth it because he did stuff and i wouldn't have been able to do what i did with him if i didn't do it so yeah still the right call but i just couldn't hit
0: yeah so Ryan is currently at our event four and two with 14 points and one thousand twelve hundred and ten points. So he's actually in third by five points because Ryan Rios is the same win total event points, but just five points ahead of him right now. So it's going to be pretty close between you guys. And unless I just crap the bed, um, I should at least get a Genesis for myself. Um, but my poll's weren't the best in my slop booster i pulled i don't remember but my team was well, i pulled mr sinister the rare havoc and i can't remember for the life of me the other two boosts the other two guys in there um i did pull the soul storage so that was a good thing in my other booster the regular set one my rare was inca the that was, unbeaten that was the funny thing was you didn't actually use it i was like oh no okay, it's not- because i didn't have the point so my my team ended up being Sinister at forty five, full point. Oh, I pulled um cable in the slot booster. Um, so Sinister at forty five, cable at seventy five, Havoc at a hundred, Danny Moonstar at fifty, and then the leader Magic for thirty. So I was plus five X Men theme. I did have on-dial prob. The only other team I was thinking of running was taking off Danny Moonstar, adding on my Roulette and Cuckoo. That was the other one from Slop. And a Cuckoo and then the Soul Sword. So I would have had three on-dial Probs. I would have been themed. And I was probably going to put the Soul Sword on Magic just to get the extra Mystic damage because she was my only Mystic. And it, plus it makes it her into attacker as well. But, <coughs> excuse me, after thinking about it for a little bit, I was like, you know what, I've I've slept on Danny Moonstar before. I did it at um, Gen Con for Battle Royals, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do it this time. Um, let's just see what happens. And it actually ended up working. It She wasn't one of my best figures um, or did that much but she did come in clutch a few times so the first game i played dan
2: you literally missed zero attacks with her on me
0: it was ridiculous did i yes you missed zero attacks then it was the other games where she wasn't that (laughs) big of a thing um so the first game we played dan um my dice were hot from the beginning uh so how we determine boosters is i put them in stacks regular set and then the slop in columns and then whoever Roll. We roll, and whoever rolls the highest picks the the column and so forth. Uh, My first roll was a crit, so I got the pick first. And then when I sat down with Dan for initiative, I rolled another crit. So I'm already, like, two crits in a row. It was ridiculous. And then um, Dan just, like he said, he had some rough pulls. I was able to maneuver and just kind of take him out. He did take out my Sinister, I believe, yeah, um, was I was that's all I got, and yeah. I worked my butt off for that. Like you heard my pulls, my
1: pulls were yeah. not good. I was like, my rares weren't even like good rares; they were just crap.
0: Apocalypse piece has to go though. Apocalypse did get a lot of rally dice though on your turn because, like I said, I was rolling out of my mind. So I, he got yeah, like I know, five sixes, I think. It doesn't help me, though, well, because then he just is able to die. So <clears throat> yeah, and for, s- for some reason, I th- I felt like Apocalypse has Invincible towards the end of his dial, but he just has Toughness no. his entire dial. It, it, yeah,
1: his Toughness the whole dial. That's that's sinister. You're thinking of the old Sinister had
0: yeah. that. Or, like, in, like, Juggernaut starts with Invincible and then goes to Toughness, I think. So I just... I don't know why. I, that's why I wasn't attacking Apocalypse, because I thought he was going to get Invincible. Um, but then I play Ryan Rios, and... What I did with him, which, which what I did with the first month, was I baited him out with my magic. I put my magic one square up from my team to try to get him to come and attack. He His team was the Crazy Wolverine, Danny Moonstar, the Cable from the actual set, uh, a Cuckoo, and I forget the other one. It was a Carrier. Who was it? Um... I can't remember. Anyways, he—it's um, gonna come to me later. But I—I I move out my magic one square ahead of my whole team. He running shot mind controls with Danny hits magic, and he actually rolled a crit, so I couldn't super sense out of it. He tries to attack my Havoc, who's right next to her, just to kind of dink him down. Misses that. Tries to roll breakaway. Misses that. So the mind control is kind of a waste. And then he tried to running shot with Cable to hit, I want to say, Mr. Sinister. I missed my shape change. He hit, and then, no, he didn't hit. Uh, He missed that. So now he's got Danny Moonstar and Cable just kind of sitting out there. And then my team with Havoc and the slop Cable just kind of ran through his whole team. Uh, What did happen, or what helped me out the most was that Three turns in a roll roll, when I attacked, I had a one in my die roll, so Sinister got to put that one on his rally die, and his is basically, it's a map wide where it just says once per turn, remove the rally die from his card, and you can replace one of the die with the one, and that came in clutch three turns in a row, because I think I rolled seven three times, three turns in a row with a six and a one, so that's what saved me in that game. In the last game with Ryan, I don't win map. What map was that, by the way?
2: Uh, the Majestics uh, map, based off the Predator movie. Okay. Hunter's um, Jungle, I think, is what it's called.
0: So it's like it's it's one half of it's low elevation, one half of it's two. There's a bunch of trees and there's a bunch of blocking around. So he saw that my team was a range heavy team. He threw on there. He moves up. Uh, I took the high ground. He took the lower ground. He moves up to the first part where it goes elevation. I just pass. I think I did move magic up one square again, to try to debate. And then you moved up with the intention of me missing because you put two perplexes into dazzler to get her a 21 defense. And I'm sorry, two perplexes into Avalon. So you gave Avalon a 20 and you gave dazzler a 21. So I needed yeah. lots to hit mm-hmm. and I think it was. And you had to commit
2: to him also because I each did. one of those you had to reach with your your running shot.
0: And that was really my longest turn, was because I was trying to think: Do I try to hit Avalon or do I do I try to hit Dazzler? So I don't I I felt like I didn't take too long, but that was definitely my longest turn because I was like, Do I hit a Do I roll a ten or do I roll eleven? And I'm like, If I go for the eleven, I know I'm going to hit the ten. So that was my big debate on that one. But somehow Havoc was able to energy explode. I outwitted uh, Captain Avalon's defense. Or no, I missed. I don't know. I just remember I um energy exploded. I didn't know I outwitted Dazzler's defense, that's how I got you hit. That's what it was because you still had a 20 in hindering with um the perplex and the hindering bonus. So, yeah, I, I think
2: you still hit me before the outwit. I think you hit me and or did you or no, no, because you brought out sinister. I brought out
0: sinister. I tried for that Hail Mary, which was like an 11. Missed it, yeah. but then I outwitted your ESD to bring you down <laughs> instead of a twenty-one to a twenty, and then I energy uh. exploded with havoc. So I only needed an eight. So it was it's doable. Plus I had theme probs and a prob, so I I hit your dazzler down two, I hit your storm down two, and your magic down two, yeah. and then I mind controlled your Captain Avalon to take out dazzler, I believe. And then I believe I running shot with Cable to take out your magic. Um, And then I was all piled together. You bring out Rock Slide. He does some. I don't think you hit the first attack with Rock Slide. Um, So, yeah, my my dice were just hot the entire day. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, And I just had a really good day. And then afterward, we had three boosters left. Um, because I got first place, I got the pick. So what we we didn't pull the apocalypse. We got the other three super rares. So we got magic, we got armor, armor, and what was the other one? Captain Avalon. Captain Avalon. So we didn't get the apocalypse booster, uh, and then in the, or the brick, and then in the other set we pulled summoner and whiz kid. So we're like, okay, there's something good in the last three boosters. Maybe a chase, maybe a prime. Um I won the tournament, so I pick first, and I open it up, and I get Nimrod Prime. So it was just an overall just, like, go buy a lottery ticket after today because nothing can go wrong today. Uh, So currently I am 6-0 with 18 points and 1,630 points in the event with one month to go. So I'm up in points. I really just have to not crap the bet. I think if I just win one game and get decent points, I should have it set. Um which i kind of hate that fact like that's just like okay we're in month three and
1: that that just sucks from like perspective of anyone else it does
0: but like i said i wanted to make this event more fair my initial thought for doing it was that first place gets five points second gets third and just showing up gets you one if we did it that case then i would have been guaranteed first so i'm glad i did this still we're still competitive and how we're doing it, too, is with month two, I didn't want one of the first place or second place or third place team to get the buy because we only have seven people show up. So whoever was in last place after month one got the buy because I don't I didn't want to just, you know, go three, and oh the first month and then we roll off and I get the buy. That just doesn't seem fair to me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like buys in general because you come there to play games. And I also don't like the fact that you get penalized for getting a buy. For, I mean, they didn't do this at Worlds, but it's usually you get half the points, so it's usually 150 points, but again, I feel you get screwed out of that, so that's why I've made the buys for this, the win and 300 points, which they did at Worlds as well. Um, I think that's the way to go for tournaments. I don't know. Ryan, you were talking about this kind of in chat a little bit with how buys can be a problem. What are your thoughts with buys in tournaments?
2: It's. I mean, it goes both ways because, like, I I'm four and two. I've taken no buys, and so if you got any of the buys and any of the rounds, getting a guaranteed three hundred does kind of hurt, because I definitely did not get you know full points on many of my wins.
1: Yeah, but I got a. I mean, I got a buy, and I'm I'm still at a lower record than you. I mean, I'm just right. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying it's it's a great system. I'm I'm just
0: stating where Matt. I do think that you should get full points. I think that's the because that also But it's so
2: hard to get points right now, especially in sealed.
0: It's true. But that's also a way for you to get back into the tournament. Like if you lose once and get no points, but then you get the buy and then you get the win in three hundred points, you're still in that tournament if you still i think
2: i think giving it to the and obviously you can't be like the first buy is worth 300 and future buys are worth 150 (laughs) but the um the the person in last place getting the first buy i think that's fair and cool um but yeah if you know you go one and two and you get the gear if you go one and one and then you get the buy in the last or something like that then i don't know It, it can lead to i think some issues but I don't think anybody in the top has had the buy, so I think there's just some people that are doing better with their pulls and everything.
0: No. And, I mean, I one of us could just, you know, crap the bed the first round. Like you, me, Ryan, or Matt, just, you know, we don't get any points and a loss, and then the next round you go a win and 300. Like, I don't want that to happen for us because um, I don't want to, you know, the first round just lose. Let's say my dice just finally weren't on fire and then i lose and then i get the i get an automatic win in 300 points i don't want that to happen because i don't think that's fair but right. it is a possibility so um it's a tricky situation uh but hopefully we're kind of running it um i don't want to say correctly but the most fair uh, yeah i do
2: like the way that you're points are being run in that venue versus us i think it's more of just like whoever won gets like nine points so it's pretty much out of the hands of the majority of the other people now at this point based off of how the other two months ran i think it's easier to get away from everyone else and the, the the way the point values are working uh, where we're playing right now the second venue
0: so do the other people get points any other way besides winning
2: um Well, I think it's just like if you come in first, you get nine points. So it doesn't even matter how many wins that you got. It's just first place gets nine points, and then last and before that is like five and four or something like that. Okay. I forget exactly how it is, but I do like. I think you should be rewarded for the individual wins
0: with these events. Yeah, for sure. Um, But that is our slop month two. Our next one is going to be on the thirtieth, the one right before Halloween. So hopefully everybody else out there is doing well in their slops and good luck to everybody. And I'm excited to see all the apocalypses and Genesis at the Orlando event. Speaking of. If
1: anyone would would like to part with the Genesis, I would be willing to like (laughs) buy it off of you because I don't think I'm ending up winning
0: her from this event, unfortunately. Uh, So speaking of Orlando, let's get into some news. Uh, before we talk about Orlando, I do want to remind everybody that we do, I just bailed out most of the Patreon prizes for this past month when I had the giveaway on Friday. I am still waiting for, uh, I forget his name, but it is whoever won the Fantastic Thors to message me his address. So if you want your Fantastic Thors, make sure you message me on Patreon so I can get that out to you as well. But this month, Patreon, thanks to Ryan Redman, we will be giving away a Warp World Phoenix that are apparently going for like $1,000 on eBay right now. So if you want to have a chance on winning a Warp World Phoenix, head on over to patreon.com backslash it, and any tier will get you into that giveaway, which will be on the 31st Halloween Monday night of this month. I also have a Harley Quinn on there, I have a Summoner, uh, I think I have, a, I have a Super Rare Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set 2, and I have a Blackbeard. and I think there's something else over there, I just can't see it. So head on over to our Patreon if you want to have a chance to win one of those prizes. Alright, so the next big tournament coming up is the Champion clicks open, which is going to be in Florida. I'm going Ryan's going. Dan's going. Lots of people are going, uh, PJ. I believe this was, uh, said that because of the way the meta is right now, there are certain figures that kind of ruin the game for it right now. So real quick, his message was for the champion clicks open 2023 through much discussion. We have decided to enact our own watch list for the event. And the figures that he has up here currently are Legacy Apocalypse, Legacy Thanos, Slop Apocalypse, Slop Magic, Slop Saturnine, Sakarian Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, Agatha, Mad Jim Jaspers, Scarab, Lockjaw, Maggot, Venom Magneto, Six of Pentacles, Six of Swords, and for God's sakes, put Sky Tyrant on this list as well. I don't know why he's not on this list.
2: (laughs) He's fine. He's
0: good. (coughs) You shut your mouth. Um, (laughs) But uh, he said, all these figures are heavily skewed in today's meta or would be if certain others were nerfed. Not all of them will receive changes, but they are being reviewed. So my only problem with this is, is I don't think that they should have changes. If they're that big of a problem in the meta, if you don't want that for this tournament, just ban these figures which I think is the correct, because I don't want them to say, you know, the bystanders for Apocalypse are five points or the slop Saturnines um, plus one or minus one to attack value is just the range. If they're that big of a problem, I just say get rid of them for the tournament because this isn't really a competitive tournament. It is and isn't. It's more of just a bunch of people hanging out and playing um, clicks. But I'd rather just have them say no to these figures. Bring something else. That's where I'm at with this statement. But you know, it's their tournament; they can do whatever they want. That's just kind of what I would prefer instead. Thoughts?
2: I think that it's a step in the right path because I played a lot of a lot of big events over the last year, and a lot of those figures have definitely ruined the enjoyment of the events. Um, I feel like all I've played against lately is Thanos, and then just a ton of Apocalypse and Thanos on the last event in uh, for Worlds, and then the the two v two in Portland. That's pretty much uh, was a huge um, huge field of just those two figures again, uh, and then in the, the winning team was one Thanos team and one Apocalypse team. So I like the idea of making them not as um, favored to play. Uh, but as long as that doesn't, you know, whenever you take away figures, you you create
0: something else that's the best. And that's the only thing that I hope doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people, I always use that word a lot and I should stop people at world said that they just didn't have fun because like you said, it, it was nothing but apocalypses and nothing but Thanoses, and it just apocalypse is semi he's fun to play, but not fun to play against and Thanos, I just don't think is fun on either end, to be honest. But um... well, yeah.
2: But part of the part of the draw of Apocalypse is because he is a, he can have a really good team against thanos so thanos is still yes. kind of making apocalypse that good so if you just make him a neat unique i still think that's fine but if you make his pogs five points then thanos still becomes the better figure for sure
0: yes and that's where i worry about them making changes to these figures because if you make a change like you said apocalypse now you just make thanos better or, exactly um something like that so i feel like the the Absolute solution is just to get rid of those figures if they're that big of a problem in the meta. And who knows? Something in a vendor's forever might come out that is the new meta, and then we have to talk about that thing. So that's my only concern. Um, he's also talking about possibly making it where the equipment, the new equipment ruling where you can auto equip will be in effect for Florida, but he's not quite sure. About no, that, that so yet. that
2: he did say for sure he is doing. Okay, as he long has. as there aren't contradicting rules with it where there's like loopholes or um something doesn't make sense as long as it's very clear then it will for sure be a thing so as of right now that one's for sure um and if there's a couple other things then they might be doing those too but as of right now build your teams um as you can start equipped
0: yeah And start building after Avengers forever, because I don't think Batman team up will be available. Yeah, there's no way
2: because the event is happening at the beginning, like the first weekend of January, and it has pretty much officially been pushed back to uh, quarter one. So it would have to come out end of December. So it's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised we didn't get a Scott Porter video this week. So I'm I'm guessing next week is going to be the time. I was going to say, don't don't worry, it's coming. Yeah. And I would like to say, in a very small rant after listening to a podcast, um, because of all the hate from some of these meta figures, I just want to remind everybody, I was the original hater of a lot of these figures, and (laughs) welcome to the bandwagon. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Is is that what you want? Welcome to to the bandwagon. I'm the original gangster against Thanos and Sky Tyrant, so welcome to the hate train. Uh, but no, fine. no, he's not. <coughs> he's garbage. Um, I'll I'll design the team specifically to take him out if I meet up with you for three hundred modern and the he's, Orlando.
1: Um <laughs> will <laughs> give him that. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I'm excited for Florida. That's the next big event. I already got my plane tickets. Um, booked if you guys haven't checked out this new app or not new app but this app called hopper it's for plane uh, tickets check it out uh, my wife was able to download it and she got a notification i want to say like two weeks ago we're flying frontier and frontier tickets were like four or five hundred dollars and then out of the blue she got a notification where tickets were like two twenty dollars uh, direct flight. Both ways, and with our bank points that we had saved up over the years, our two tickets cost us a total of twenty-seven dollars to fly down to to uh, Orlando for the Clicks Cup. I right, us say and- the uh, Champion Clicks Open.
1: And that is how you use you use those kind of like credit points and stuff. Yeah. That, is, that is that is why you do that.
0: So yeah, check out Hopper uh, for sure. The only downside about me going to Florida is I will not be able to partake in the Team Seal, which is Sunday, which is going to be uh, Ryan, Dan, and then Ryan's wife, Christine. So I am jealous of that, but I will be partaking in the Popper Prince on Friday, the 300 Modern on Saturday, the Banquet, and probably a Battle Royal or two on Sunday. So, I'm excited to see what you guys pull. I don't know if I can help <laughs> when you guys pull or if I had just have to spectate <laughs> cuz I would like to be a fourth person, but I think that'd be frowned upon to be honest.
1: I'm just going to say, uh, "Ryan, please don't have me touch
0: the the brick just just <laughs> open it. You, will, it." you should have oh, me touch it. the brick. That's oh, actually good. You gosh. should have me just open the boosters and hand them to you. <laughs> Honestly, I
2: hope we just get more time than we did for Worlds because I know a lot of people did say the same thing where, you know, nobody was filling out their build sheets yet. We, uh, and I know a lot of other teams were scrambling to finish their third team. So I do think we got 30 minutes and that might sound like a lot, but when you're opening a full brick of 10 boosters and trying to talk to two other people and find out the best thing, I think 45 would be better. I know that probably sounds like a lot of time, but 30 just was not enough time for, I think the majority of the people there. I
0: think a a big part that will help is if you have enough time is to just like re- research the figures as much as you can beforehand, so you can know, so you can automatically make like a garbage pile, a maybe pile, and a for sure pile. Like, yeah, like, I think if like you it was have something, you have the, one. You person, have to accommodate
2: three people though, and that's that's the challenging thing.
0: Yeah like i would i would have like maybe have the more experienced player one person opens the boosters the experienced player puts the figures into those groups and then the third player just opens the cards and then sorts the cards as well and that yeah. that should take you maybe 5 8 maybe 10 minutes then you start diving into um the building. Just to just to get organized first, rather than opening a booster, looking at the figures, because you're just kind of wasting time there. I think the best thing is to just rip those things open as much as possible, make the piles, and then after 10 minutes or so, then go at it.
2: I mean, I play a lot of sealed. Every set that comes out, Christine and I do a full case where we just do fun sealed games, and then I do usually two pre-releases, and I I collect it all. Like, I know the figures pretty well, and it's still very overwhelming to look at 50 figures and try to make the best three teams out of that, and then also the people's play styles with that, too. Yeah. So it's just... And when you play a pre-release or whatever you do, it's usually the two boosters, and you still usually have, like, 15 minutes to build. So, you know, you add three people... 10 boosters and only double that time to 30. It's just, I don't think it's enough. No, I think it's very, minute, very overwhelming.
0: Yeah. I think 30 minutes is a little too short. 45 minutes I think would be the perfect time. So like, yeah, if I it's, if it starts good. at like 10 or 11, you give every, you give everyone their bricks at that time at 10 45, let's say you have to have your things done and then pairing happens for those 15 minutes. And then you start on the hour at whatever the next one is, I think is the right yeah. amount of time.
2: Yeah, even if you have to start a little earlier to make sure that, you know, you get 45 minutes to
0: build, I think that would be ideal. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is the Florida event. I am super excited about it. Um, I can't wait. Absolutely. To be I and that should
2: can... be uh, Avengers Forever, then, yes. that we're playing with,
0: I would assume. I would assume, too, unless there's some major shipment error that happens with Alliance Or,
2: or Batman comes out the first Wednesday, and we're able to play with that, which that would be
0: a best-case scenario. Yeah. I think if Batman does come out, he should use those for Battle Royals. That would
2: be more likely, because I think he's pre-ordering all the cases,
0: so it probably will end up being Avengers Forever. That's a safe bet. Yeah, but I am super stoked. So I will finally be able to put my money where my mouth is of all this meta talk (laughs) and competitive team building that I come up with, because I never do it. This will, I think... Honestly, be my first in person 300 point modern. I'm going to call this a major event because I think a lot of people are treating it as um, I've done the Roll 20 stuff, but I've never actually done like a competitive 300 point in person team. So I am excited to see if I can put my money where my mouth is um, all these, you know, two, three years, whatever I've been doing this podcast for. Um, all right. So one other thing I want to talk about in the news is we had a bit of a, we'll call it a situation, uh, with collector. Uh, Daniel Powell asked on the win that if bystanders get collectors bonus. So if you don't know collector, it's basically if you have a different rarity, um, if you have one of each rarity, super rare, rare, common, and uncommon you get a damage bonus, correct? Yes. Yes. And then and if you have yeah, and then if you have a figure from a different set without overlapping sets, you get a plus one attack. So a lot of them people have been calling in bystanders because they weren't on the starting force, they would get the bonuses. Daniel asked this on the, Daniel Powell asked this on the win, and a judge came back and said, no, they don't. And there was a lot of back and forth on Facebook about it, and I even, um, Anthony Barnstable mentioned me in a post because I didn't agree with the wording, but he broke it down to me like this. He said, here's how it works. At the beginning of the game, trigger, if each character on your starting force is from a different hero click set requirement, as long as the collector is on the map duration, friendly characters modify damage by plus one affect that resolve. So the attack one still is the same, I believe. That doesn't change, but the damage one is the one that is no longer uh, working the way we thought it was. So I never thought of a beginning of the game effect to be that many steps, to be honest. I just figured beginning of the game, all this stuff happens, cool, I get the bonuses. So that's kind of where we're at with Collector. And you should have seen the fire sales on Collector <laughs> the second mm-hmm. this ruling got um, on Facebook. Every It was sell, 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 and Collector. I still think he's a good figure. Yes, you don't get the bonuses to generated figures or bystanders or swap. Actually, you do get it on swap, but if you are a second player, you don't because your opponent then choose, chooses your order, which I don't agree with that. I don't think that the your opponent should be able to tell you the order you should do things. I don't like that ruling at all. That's just where we're at with clicks right now, unfortunately. It is. Where, where does it say that? In the composition rule book? Uh, there's something it's, with it's, the
2: active player being like yeah. active immediately or something like that. So I'm I'm hoping that that is one of the changes that comes in the new comprehensive or the little update that they're doing with Batman Team Up.
0: Yeah, uh, they're fixing
2: fun. a lot of cool things, and if they also make it that there's no active player until first turn, that would be ideal.
0: Yeah, I still think Collector is good. I'm going to use him. Um, I I mean I can't argue with Anthony Barnstable's a wording because it is correct. I just never... I was trying to think of any other beginning-of-turn figures where something like that would come into play. Like, would Doom... Or is Doom pretty much straightforward with how that works with giving keywords and swapping and things like that? Which one? Just, like, the swapping Doom.
2: Uh, Well, that's just the beginning of the game, and then you just would have another one. And then a lot of times, if they're off the map, then things resolve.
0: Yeah. But it's it's just something that I think people are still are there. They don't think collector is good anymore. I still think he's good. I'm going to play him as much as possible.
2: Um, I still think it's worded poorly and it wasn't caught by anybody well, else that plays hero clicks. Well, and that's so. the thing
0: is collector has been out for what? Five, six months and nobody ever caught this. Right? Like I, I understand there's not active judging at all the games, but isn't there active judging I guess collectors really never made it to the final table, to be honest, now that I think of it. Yeah.
2: I think that they just, it was an easy way to like silently errata something where it's just that this is how it was meant to be. But I mean, to me, it says that friendly characters modify damage plus one. That's just an ongoing effect that is collector. Now, if it said friendly characters uh those friendly characters modify damage to me that makes more sense but and that's what i something it was not up for debate when the figure came out you know yeah. so literally nobody else caught it so it, it still doesn't sound right to me but it is the official ruling now so yeah and it just like makes I, less teams
1: like i understand like what they're getting at with like the beginning of the game because how if i looked at it like once i looked at it through there i was like oh yeah that actually makes sense of them checking at that time you know what i mean like it only Mm -hmm. checks at beginning of game it doesn't check any other time it just checks that once and that's where you get the bonus like the continuous thing is the bonus itself but it only applies the bonus at the it only applies it to like those characters at the beginning of game you know what i mean it's not like it would continuously recheck and apply the bonus i guess right it's so like i get it but yeah no i don't i don't disagree with you. that i think it's it is worded poorly
0: but I mean, just once I looked at
1: it, I was like, oh, it, it made more sense to me, at least grammatically speaking. And that's yeah. kind of
0: where WizKids is. I don't want to blame them, but like they have a lot of poorly worded things. Like like you said, and I said to Anthony, it, sh- it should have said friendly characters modify damage plus one. Those characters are, um, I said, I would disagree. It says friendly characters modify damage plus one. It should say those characters modify damage plus one or something like um, you're starting. Actually, yeah, your starting force gets plus one, something like that. Yeah, um, they just need a they need a better grammar coach over at WizKids to help with some of these games. I mean,
2: that's I, been issues for a long time because even like the same effects in the same set have been worded differently on different figures yes. in, in the same set.
0: Yeah, and I don't think it's their like their intent or um they're doing it on purpose. They just they they don't read it like some of the players do out there. Um, that can find like there's that whole thing that has happened with thanos and a couple other there's intent and then there's the actual ruling or the way the power should be used right um but yeah that is collector and i think that is it for the news unless you guys have heard anything else in the world of hero clicks i don't think i saw anything else
2: i think that's about it if everyone doesn't know i think it's uh, november 9th that uh, avengers forever is currently slated for
1: yes i am very excited for that so
0: and so fingers, five weeks from tomorrow and
2: fingers tomorrow.
0: crossed that i will be getting a brick of avengers forever to do a review before the set is dropped um i have been in contact with whiz kids um I know that they got, have gotten a lot of requests for that from other content creators, and they only have a limited amount of bricks they can give out, which I completely understand. But hopefully we will be one of those like we were with Disney+. Plus. All right, so we are going to try something very new for the first time. You know us here on Clicksing It, we like to do segments like once and then never do it again. So maybe we'll do this one once and again, but um, hopefully not. But we are going to do our very first ever Hero Clicks Fantasy Draft. All right, so I've been seeing this a lot on the internet lately. And basically how it works is that I'm going to give a category and we're gonna go through our list, our top five fantasy draft of this figure and see who comes out with the best team. Now the rules are simple, is that you cannot have a repeat figure. So uh, let's say we are saying best figures over 200 points, and I said God Thor, which that's a false statement right there anyways, but um, then neither...
1: You, to, you, just, you just had to pick him, I had.
0: He was the only one that came to mind, sorry. Uh, but then Ryan or Dan could not pick them as a figure. So, we're going five rounds. We're going to see who comes up with the best team at the very end. We are doing... I'm going to get a spreadsheet out here real quick. But we are going to do the best figures all time through the history of HeroClix that have probability control. Now this can either be printed or it can be um, a special power. We're not including pick a power. So no pick a power figures can have this power because that is so many good figures out there that we're not going to do it. So it's people that actually have printed prob on their dial or it's going to be a special power. Die replacement is not the same. So we're not choosing die replacement figures unless they have probability control as well. Um, so we're going to see how this goes. I think it'd be fun. I I know I've been playing for a long time. Ryan, you, I don't think I've been playing since the beginning of hero clicks. And Dan, I forget oh. when you, you played during hammer of Thor, I want to say mighty Thor, mighty Thor. Um, And I, for, Ryan, when did you start playing? I always forget this. I'm so Avengers old. and
2: Affinity uh, Avengers
0: the, Affinity? The first the, Super Booster one. Or not the first Super Booster, but the one
2: with- Yeah, the Groot and the uh Avengers Infinity, right? Yeah. See, that's just yeah. more
0: fitting that we call you tree trunks because I made that reference to Groot on Sunday and that was your first set. Like it's just it's it's fates right there. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. So I'm gonna roll a die. Um we'll say one, two Uh, I'll go, I get the first pick to uh, three, four Ryan, five, six, Dan. Now this is honor system. So don't, um, berate me if I do get it. So it is a one. And then I should have done this on a, uh, live feed. And then next we'll do one, two, three is Ryan and four, five, six is Dan. It is a two. So the order is going to be myself. Let me just put one, two, three, four, five for our picks. And then it's going to be me and then Ryan and then Dan. And now we are doing snake draft. So even though I am getting the first pick, it's going to go me, Ryan, Dan, Dan, Ryan, me. So I will have the first and the sixth pick, I believe, if my math is right, uh, in the draft. Uh, So... um, I know, Ryan, you only have like six figures, you said, before the podcast, so hopefully no one steals all your figures. Um, (laughs) But I think the best figure in the game with Prob, and I'm pretty sure we can all agree with this, is the 30-point Felix Faust from Wonder Woman. And that is going to be my first pick. Would we all agree that he is probably, if not top three, uh figures in the game with probability control for what he can do oh for sure i mean i i personally can't think of a better one but maybe ryan or dan will um so ryan with so my first pick felix 30 points uh ryan who is your first round draft pick for best figure with probability control
2: I'm gonna go with Rebirth 52, Mr. Oz See, at 40 points.
0: He was gonna be one of mine too, and I knew I wasn't gonna get him if I didn't get the first <laughs> or second pick. I just knew it was either gonna be Faust or Mr. Oz to go one and two, to be honest.
2: That guy, yeah, that guy made a lot of my teams. He's great still. Yeah he
0: he was on so many final table teams. It was ridiculous because. Mm-hmm. He what had a twelve range when he used probability control, I believe. Yep.
1: Yeah, and nice. he can see through everything. He can see through literally everything.
0: I I don't think he could see through blocking. I think it was characters elevation. Can. Was for, for
2: prob he can yeah. So Not just can... always but for prob he can see through blocking. That's what, elevation characters.
1: That's what I, I thought like, was that when he can use when he uses prob he can see through pretty much everything but.
0: Okay, I didn't There's think Superman was
2: allies happening. seeing through hindering right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he had Kingdom Come, so if you tried to base him, there was a chance you couldn't get there. Hypertime. Or hypertime, sorry. <laughs> so Felix Faust and Mr. Sinister. I'm sorry, Mr. Sinister. Mr. Oz are off the board. All right, so Dan, no Felix Faust for you, no Mr. Oz for you. Who is your first-round draft pick for Probability Control?
1: That's fine. I'll take Unseen All Day.
0: Ah, that was going to be my, like, sneaky pick, too. Dang it. <laughs>
1: Um, you actually? Like I'm gonna. You think I? You know how many times I've played this full Like no, 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 there's no way I'm passing that up. If everything else, all the other good picks are gone. Um.
0: So yeah, unseen. That was like a Nick. It was the Nick Fury version. Um, well, yeah. I mean, that
1: is. It is Nick Fury.
0: Yeah, I, I forget how he becomes unseen. I don't want to get too into it, but um, yeah, he was ridiculous. He was from um, Avengers Infinity as well. He was 65 points. He was pretty pricey. But he had a 9 range. He had senses on a 4 through 6. And he had outwit and prob. And it could see. Th- he was the one that couldn't see through blocking. He was That was what he couldn't yeah. do. But, but the thing is, he also has outwit. And he also makes
1: free smoke cloud. He does have to move. He also just can't be outwitted. So there's that. He's like, I'm Power Cosmic.
0: And he's stealth. Nine. And yeah. uh, characters who use Colossal re- Retaliation modify attack by minus 2. Like, he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was 65 points, but he did so many things for 65 points. Yeah, he was one of the best out there. All right, so uh, great first rounds. I don't think anyone can dispute those three. They're all great. So Felix, follows Mr. Oz unseen. Dan, you get to go, go again with your second round pick.
1: Well, I'm doing. We're doing the snake draft. We're doing okay.
0: snake draft. So that's the downside of going first. Is I get to sit back for two or four more rounds while you guys pick. Um
1: let's see. I'm gonna have
0: to go with the
1: Prime Thanos from Secret World Battle World. Prime Thanos?
0: I don't remember this guy really. Let's look him up.
1: He actually made modern play, so uh so the super rare?
0: No, the common. The common. From Secret World Battle World? Yeah, oh, the prime you're talking. Okay, yeah, pr- okay, yeah, sorry, course, the prime, yeah. the yeah, Nova, prime, Cor- the Novacore one. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, why'd you pick this guy? Just out of curiosity, I just I um, want you to guys to explain a little bit why you picked them. I mean, his prob is good because when you miss,
1: you just make a dupe and they have zero points. So many right. it. To do it. <laughs> so and then he can KO the dupe to give himself an infinity stone. So and the dupes and- have prob. Actually no, sorry, he can't KO the, the 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 dupe won't actually give him anything for that. But it's still being able to make dupes to then just that are zero points that are and the dupes were good. I think they were like sidestep, precision strike, toughness uh, and they had prob. And they had prob. So you're generating a figure that has prob as well as you having prob. Yeah. So
0: it was only prob against adjacent opposing characters, but it is still a prob that and it's a figure that you have to deal with and get zero points out of it.
1: Yeah, so that was that was my, that was my reason for picking him, and he has traded stealth, and he just has good powers. And with the thing, the rules changed now. He's even better because you're not worried about like him 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 moving through hindering anymore. He just moves. So,
0: and I forgot he has traded stealth too. Like he's yeah, it's overall he's the same points as Legacy Thanos, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but Legacy Thanos wasn't a thing back then. But I still I remember playing this guy a lot. I I enjoyed playing this guy.
1: I mean, power creep is a thing,
0: but. It is. (laughs) All right. So, Prime Thanos from Secret Wars. Ryan, what is your round two pick? Uh,
2: I'm going to go with 15 point uh, Stepford Cuckoo from the slot. All
0: right. Why Cuckoo? So, uh,
2: X Men, uh, keyword, Hellfire, keyword, only 15 points. um, But you do need two of them to make it work. But uh, once per turn for all characters with this trait, you can uh, count range and line of fire from another cuckoo. Uh, Just a lot of versatility with the with the cuckoos themselves, and only fifteen points. Great for swap teams, all that.
0: And highly thought after.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's a common going (laughs) for twenty bucks because I'm I'm trying to get five, and I know a lot of other people are too. So I'm at three right now.
0: Were the cuckoos? Are the cuckoos going to be in all three months boosters?
2: the is that switch so, and she's a common.
0: But is, are the common cuckoos going to be in all three months of the slop events or just... The yeah the,
2: the only thing that changes are the four super rares so okay. every common uncommon and rare is in every single month
0: okay i just don't remember us pulling any cuckoos in our last
2: it's pretty rare that's why they're going okay. for like 20 bucks each i think
1: uh we did uh ryan rios pulled one i believe at least or yeah i think he was the only one that pulled one though month on one Dalton did month one. Oh, oh month, no sorry oh month, month. one sorry because I, that, yeah I, yeah that I, that I don't remember
0: ryan and my uh, ryan rios and myself both pulled a cuckoo uh on sunday um, okay, so uh, that means I got two of them back to back. So I think, man, there's so many good ones. I actually I am going to take Fulcrum Abdominus as mine, um, just because I think he's ridiculous for 25 points. He's a retail, and he's got that nice prob with Superman and Batman team ability
1: this this That's what weird. I took this as, like, pick characters with, like, an interesting version of Prob, not, like, just pick a really good character that has Prob. Oh,
0: yeah, this is just all-round best players or best figures with Probability Control, and I think he's one of the top ones out there for 25 points. Um. uh, So I have Felix Files and Fulcrum. Ryan, you have Oz and Akuku, and Dan, you have Unseen and Prime Thanos as my third pick. Let's see here. I know who I want to take, but I feel like he could drop a little bit. So I, th- ugh, I think I'm gonna go with. I hate to do it because he's already ridiculous, but I'm gonna go with Super Rare Flash.
1: Oh yeah, because one of those one of those has problem. That's
0: right. That does, and he's got the TK that moves you two afterwards. Mm-hmm um i mean i don't have to explain what flash does we all know what he does (laughs) he's just (laughs) insane now see this is the thing i always get confused on can you can you play a 30 point version of him or do you have to have the leadership the
2: the current errata is you can play a max of one of each of them and whatever one you start with can be any of the three that you start with and that one's 30 points now
0: Okay. Was it used to be the the leadership one? Yeah. Was the one you had to start with, and then you could get the other two?
2: The double-charge one. Is that the leadership one?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That one, you used to have to always play that one first at 30. And then the issue was there was debate that you could just play 10 30-point flashes. Yeah. And so that's when they finally made the, uh, the errata to what it was, where it's, it's a max of one of each of them. And you can pick any one to be your 30.1 and start with.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. I was going to change my... Um, draft pick if that was the case that you had to play the uh, leadership one first but I will just take my pick <coughs> alright Ryan who do you got for your third round pick
2: uh, I'm going to go with uh, War of the Realms 46 Daredevil I'm guessing that one was on Dan's
1: list you know I respect that choice you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So he is a little overcosted at uh, 75 points. He has Power Cosmic and a 19 Super Senses, uh, but he gives adjacent friendly characters Super Senses. Oh, that one. He has uh, Sidestep, Phasing Teleport, and Passenger 2, um, 4 if they're guardian keywords, and then his Probability Control, though, is uh, can target a character within 8 squares regardless of Line of Fire. So it's a pretty good Probability Control uh, on top of giving your character Super Senses and being a Taxi.
0: Yeah, that is a solid pick. I did overlook him, I'm going to be honest. Um,
1: Yeah, he was a. I I just like him, and I think there's one tarot card that makes him a little better where you can, like, if you use Phasing Teleport, you can make an attack afterwards. mm -hmm. So it's like, it it doesn't make him amazing. I I think if he was a little bit less points or. I feel like 50 he'd see play. Yeah, 50 he'd see play because, I mean, he's Power Cosmic. um, He gives a lot of good stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think exactly. if he had that whole, if he moves five or less after phasing, he would make an attack. I think he's more playable at he, fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He needed some sort of move and attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, he, like I like a lot of what he brings. It's
1: just yeah, he's he's, he's overcosted. Like, he, I mean, and that nineteen looks pretty,
0: but it's not that hard to hit. And <laughs> not these anymore, days, no, no, not anymore. All right, Dan, who's your third round pick? Uh.
1: I'm going to go with... Well, that was Tegan, so that's, that's one of mine off the list. So, all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Dario Egger on this one from Captain America.
0: Dario Agar. All right, explain. I know of him, I just haven't really played him.
1: Basically, he's 50 points of TK, Mastermind, Stealth, and then Outwit, Prob, and then Opposing Characters within 5 squares. Can't use team abilities, so he just has to be near you, and he just shuts off team abilities, which is great, I think. I've played against
2: him a lot, and uh, he seems very ignorable, but he does affect your your team quite a bit.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yes, he is ignorable. You can also pay 25 points to swap him, and that grants him shape change, and then if he dies, or if he would die, you would then replace him with the Minotaur Uncommon, and then, you know, you get to do the swap thing. So, that's a bit overcosted. He probably suffers from the same thing of he was very expensive for what he did. If he had been know. like slightly cheaper, like I don't even think he needs to be that much cheaper, like forty, and he's probably good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that he was slightly overcosted for what he does. But I, I like him a lot. I still put him on teams, and he still throws people off because I can just walk him up there with someone, and then suddenly you don't have team abilities, which is depending on the character pretty rough
0: <laughs> And he's got TK. I don't know if you mentioned that either. I mean, he's TK. Yeah. he's TK Mystics. Like he's great. To be honest, I like him. Um, All right, and then you get to pick again, Dan.
1: Oh, that's right. Uh, My next pick is the Prime Black Panther from ABPI. Because who doesn't love traded prob that also generates bystanders?
0: That's the gauntlet one, one, right?
1: No, that's the non-gauntlet one. It's the King Solomon's Frogs one. Black Panther. Why can't I... Which one was that? What's that again? He's the Prime... One from ABPI.
0: Oh, I didn't realize he had. Tra- that was yeah. a piece I
1: thought I was going
2: to get way more play and didn't.
1: Yeah. I like him a lot. He's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, he has traded prob, and then when he uses it after resolutions, if he was the last person to reroll the attack roll, generate an Asian Warlord, by Center Max 3, which are like charge blades, toughness, or something like that, I think. So they're pretty They're not bad.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick all right uh ryan round number four
2: i'm gonna go with uh x-men rise and fall 23 long shot okay. so uh his rally die is pretty cool where uh when long shot makes an attack you can replace a die in the attack roll with his uh with his rally die which is a five and then his rolls of fives and fives are critical hits so all you need is a five in your roll and he hits a crit Um, but his probability control thing is when longshot is targeted, uh, is the target of an attack, he may use the prob regardless of range and line of fire. So like energy explosion, if someone ignores elevation, doesn't matter. You can still prob it as long as he's being targeted in any way. That's right. I've used him a lot. He's a lot of fun.
0: They've never really made a bad (laughs) longshot and they need to make more of him to be honest.
1: I like him. I play him a lot. He's pretty cool. I, I like he's one of those, another one of those that I like. He's he's interesting, at least like whenever I come across him, I'm like, oh yeah, I have to watch out for that.
2: He's got lots of fun keywords too, like Mojo verse <laughs> and exiles.
0: Um, all right. Um, with my fourth round pick, and I can't even believe this guy dropped to me. I was really <coughs> excuse me, nervous. But I'm taking prime gladiator. Ooh. I I He's, I don't, I cannot believe he dropped to the fourth round for me. I will take him every day. I mean, right now he's not that good anymore, but he definitely had his time, um, to shine for about a year or so. Mm-hmm.
1: I so. just think he's, I think he's still good. It's just you're, you have to build differently with him now, I think, if you're going to play him.
0: You do. Um, I think there's just, <clears throat> I mean, Mastermind, I still, as a lot of people can tell, is just one of the best powers in the game right now, probably besides Barrier and <clears throat> there's really no way to get around mastermind it used to be where <clears throat> I believe you used to be able to precision strike it correct with what i I thought that at some point if you had precision strike you couldn't mastermind was that, that was thing? before if that was a
2: thing that was before me okay. I know it's just um if you get crit hit you can't mastermind it
0: yeah I thought there was a i thought it was precision strike too but um mastermind is just Um, I think, the best power in the game right now, especially with the figures that actually have it, Uh, like Mm -hmm. Apocalypse, Gladiator, things like that. And then for my last one, I think this is just a personal one. I don't think it's the best one, but back in the way, way, way days, uh, she was, and that is the Rookie Destiny that actually got a uh, legacy card not too long ago. She's a 20-point... Uh, 20 points brotherhood of mutants, 13 defense super senses with just prop. Uh, back in the day, she was amazing. And her legacy card now is basically, what is it? When destiny is targeted with an attack, she may replace her defense value with her printed, with the printed defense value of an adjacent from the character that she shares a keyword with. And then she also has a, um, attack power, but that's really not what you're using her for, for, but, Back in the heyday, she was on every single team because she was only twenty points back then. All right, so Ryan, with your so my final team is Felix Faust, Fulcrum Dominus, Super Rare Flash, Prime Gladiator, and Rookie Destiny. Ryan, what do you got for your last pick in round five?
2: Uh, Well, none of mine got stolen, and I actually had seven, so I'm going to go with this one just because I've played her on X-Men, X-Force, and Soldier. It's the Fast Forces House of X number four domino at 25 points. She has uh, stealth, uh, improved targeting hindering, and then she can pick between blades, precision strike, and giant reach three, but her probability control, uh, you actually can only reroll one of the dies, which, uh, I mean, that's better than... Usually, that's better than regular probability control.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 25 yeah. points for really good stats, too.
2: Yeah, I played her on Soldier, X-Force, and X-Men. She's a very good uh, filler piece with
1: Prob, for sure.
0: All right. And then, Dan, with the last pick of the draft, who are you going with?
1: I'm glad that I had some extras left over, because it was terrible. It was <laughs> off from under me. I was like, well, you
0: know. <laughs> um, my last pick...
1: Is really tough. Um, I was gonna flip a coin and thankfully I landed on the wrong one. Uh, so it was between Wanda Maximov and Spider Man, but Spider Man won. So I'm gonna go with Chase Spider Man, um, more just because. So,
0: yeah, he was on my list. Yep, same. Uh, the only downside about him is it's just he's super hard to kill, but Outwit just, I mean, Outwit kills everybody. I just want to make that statement out there, but Outwit yep. just, you, if you put the, um, herald dial on him. He's almost unkillable. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like,
1: he has a weakness for a reason, right? Because if he didn't, like, or if he didn't have that weakness, he'd be just really oppressive to deal with on his own. Yeah. So, because well, the time dilation where he gets to roll three dice instead of two, and then you can choose two of them to to keep and one to ignore, and then he has prob, and then Spider Man and adjacent friendly characters have a safeguard opposing props, so he just can't be probed and you know stuff like that. If you if he was at if he had any range capability um, starting out like Running Shot or Hypersonic, he'd be, I think, much more annoying. So I'm actually glad that they made him a charge piece. But, I mean, I still think he's good for 75 points. I'm
2: actually Over. surprised that it took him until the end to get picked.
1: <laughs> well, the, I changed up my strat once. He was like, oh, these had to be like really good pieces. I was like, oh, I didn't necessarily just pick like amazing pieces with prob. Yeah. I tried to pick, like, oh, they have a unique form of prob or something.
0: Yeah, I kind of try to do that, too. Uh, but no, so final teams are, uh, for me, Felix Faust, Fulcrum Dominus, Flash, Prime Gladiator, and Rookie Destiny. And then Ryan had Mr. Oz, Stafford Cuckoo, Super Rare Daredevil, the long shot 23 and the Faz Forces Domino and Dan went with Super Rare Unseen, Prime Thanos, Dario Agger, Prime Black Panther, and Chase Spider-Man. We are gonna post these figure or th- this draft up on Facebook, and I want everyone out there to vote who they think has the best team. Now, this isn't just you put these players on the board and they go after each other because Um, If my team took on Ryan's team, because I have Prime Gladiator and Fulcrum, probably not going to last too long, but just more overall, like maybe who had the best choices with their rounds, something like that. Now, if I were to face Dan's team, much harder time because of Prime Thanos and Chase Spider-Man and Black Panther Unseen. So more of a kind of who had the best fantasy draft rather than like on board team, if that makes sense out there. Um, so if you like this segment, let me know on Facebook or Messenger. Uh, let us know what else you want us to do fantasy drafts. You know, best outwitter, best character that's 100 points, best set in modern, anything like that. But we value you guys' input, input and would like to hear more from you guys of how we can improve the show. Uh, last segment, we are going to do our It Crew question of the day.
2: There's no such thing as stupid questions. Except for Billy's questions.
0: And this one was pretty simple. It was because of the new ruling with equipment. It was, uh, what is your favorite equipment of all time? Uh, there Or relic, because we used to have relics back in the day as well. Uh, Miles Kane, our partner, said, I wasn't able to use relics since I was out of the game at that time, but Liar ring and black manta is my all-time favorite combo for sure. Current objects that I have used. Is the emotional modifier for obvious reasons, but I'm also um, but I am also used it to but I am so used to it that it is a must on all my builds. Uh Robert Valentina said that's tough, Nightbringer, exospecs, ton of great equipment. My favorite was probably Thunder Strike on characters with pulse wave or triple bolt, it made figures immortal. And then Peter Marshville said, uh, why do you gotta ask the hard questions? It started with old pin particles. Octopus-Armed Goblin Glider, but it's probably now the Cloak of Levitation. It's the best five points in the game. So, Ryan, we'll start with you. What is your favorite equipment or relic of all time?
2: Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Soul Gem, the plus one defense and healing with ranged and close attacks. Uh, we do a lot of um, just, like, silver games, and uh, I think the that's, like, my favorite gem to put on anybody is just give them that extra defense and allow them to heal um with either closer range
0: yeah it is pretty good i mean all the gems are very good but the soul gem the fact that you can just heal uh like a crazy person and get the plus one defense uh was great and it fit on yeah that a lot was of my, people yeah that was my favorite and i still
2: use it whenever we play <laughs> yeah
0: uh very fair uh dan what was your favorite relic and or equipment um probably the blood axe to be fair yeah i remember you like using the blood axe a lot
1: i use I me mean, i use the crowbar and the blood axe a lot but i think i use blood axe more so i honestly I, mean, I don't know it would still be good now considering how much shape change we have so having or just mind control just giving someone battle fury which i, I think that's what it gave if i'm not mistaken i thought i gave like steel energy and battle fury i can't remember anymore though i haven't used it in so long but yeah i think that's probably my favorite object i don't know i was also a uh a hole for the the old hammer relics from the, um, what was that? The, uh... What was that? Uh, not team base. What's the other thing? The resource? Oh, oh the, yeah. that,
0: that, that thing was gross. <laughs> I would probably... I mean, the easy answer is the power gem, but that's almost, like, too easy, so I'm not gonna go power gem. I honestly love the emotional modifier because it gives you three different effects yes. and... Now that it can be auto-equipped, I think, like Miles says, it's just it's just going to be on so many people's builds as long as Thanos is out there. Uh, you can either get the Battle Fury, the minus one attack, or the minus one defense. It's just so versatile to fit your need for the game. Um, it's so good. Um, <clears throat> any other honorable mentions for you guys?
2: uh i like a lot of the rings too those are i was sad when those actually left uh because they really let you fill in holes with your uh your team for five points like the the barrier ring or uh even the energy uh explosion ring or the lightning ring combo stuff like that remaker i mean there was a ton of good ones nightbringer you know that's definitely that kind of left a hole i think in in modern when they left runner-up is probably the Necro Sword. oh yeah that's good <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was gonna, taking out the sword, but the regular swords that we're getting, what do you guys think uh, besides, like, Soul Sword is probably your top one or two swords from Slop and ExoSwords? Wow. Well, uh, honestly, I think the, the <laughs> I better on ones the, I know you in. don't like being on the spot, Ryan, that's why I did it.
2: <laughs> there's, there's honestly just a ton of good things in the uh, the Slop one. I think the, the better swords are definitely in there. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing like a Mad Gym or a uh, um, Sword Bear one, there's a lot that you just have. And that's uh, like the Blackbone one that stops your stop clicks. Uh, the original um, first Miramasa out of the main set that stops your. Uh, defense powers? Defense yeah. powers, yeah. Uh, those are like musts. Um, but just having all of them <laughs> gives you a lot of options like if you need to turn off a team ability or something like that you know there's the god killer one um the one that uh what's the sort of might that's just your minimum damage is one plus your printed yeah so you're just always rolling uh, i mean that's like a crazy sword too
1: yeah no that's
0: true i i don't think masa Mara blade is being talked about enough i well i think
1: it's think still rolling yeah, but you do have to roll low. Like it's a one through three. I mean, it's fifty percent chance to get it, but I think that's more or less my why it might not be being talked about as much.
0: I just feel well, like have... if you roll if you roll low, they don't get a defense, but if you get high, you're doing massive amounts of damage. Yeah. So I've always I- run
2: into the uh, the problem where I I hit high and then they like um, will either. Reduce super, it, yeah. Re- reduce it or something like that. I always use it when I want to roll low, and I never do, and then it's like a four.
1: Yeah. Uh. What was it? Um. I think my my favorite. Are we did? Is that a question you posed to the entire group or?
0: Yeah, I put it on Facebook. Oh. Oh no no about like specifically the new swords like not. Oh no! I'm new. just asking the three of us. Oh. Oh.
1: Well, then out of the new swords, I think my favorite for my playstyle is probably warlock, but.
0: And that gives you shape change? And plasticity. So it's basically the symbiote in s- sword form. Yeah, exactly. That's. I was like, oh, this is. I get to just
1: run this again for another three years. This is great. And, it's like, <laughs> and I think it's cheaper, too. Or yeah. it's like the same amount of points. Either way, once the carnage symbiote rotates out, I'll be throwing this on. I'm like, that's fine
2: but it gives you the uh the blades cause fangs too so even if it's a character that only has like one damage or two you're still rolling them
1: yeah exactly so it's it's worthwhile to use no matter what i it it was funny that that was one of the swords that doesn't have like a condition for the blades it's -hmm. just like here's two powers and blades have fun i was like yeah
2: definitely a top selection right there i think
1: yeah so oh i just like it because it suits my playstyle. because i like it I like Plasticity even though they nerfed it a little bit because it just still allows you to have that mobility of like I'm not as concerned about Breakaway so I can get up there and do what I need to do and then if I need to change targets I'm like okay I can probably move away. Right, I always then. roll a one. Yeah, well, you know, I will take my odds at that point and be like, "Well, if that yeah. is if that is what happens, well, then that is just what was supposed to happen."
0: <laughs> and then, real quick, we'll put you on the spot one more time. What's the what do you guys think the worst sword is from Slop and the Rickler? Uh, probably Next.
2: the free smoke cloud if you hit. <laughs>
0: Red roots. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Red roots like yeah. the worst figure in the set and has the worst sword in the set. Yeah, I think so. Like she's really cool for thematic purposes, but yeah, they really didn't do
1: anything interesting with her, which was kind of a bummer. I
0: think I mean definitely a
1: fun piece. Like I played uh, the piece.
0: I think that if her bystanders had some sort of like, because her bystanders, they might the people next to them minus attack and defense by one, I believe it is. If it Mm -hmm. was maybe like characters within two, or is that too powerful?
2: Uh, Well, he can make them pretty easy.
0: Uh, friendly character's name: Redroot the Forest. When is is within three adjacent opposing characters, modify attack and defense plus one. So it's not even adjacent to them; it's adjacent to Redroot. If a friendly character named Redroot the Forest is within three squares yeah. of the bystanders' adjacent opposing <laughs> characters, problem is they have a ten defense, so they can just yeah. like die. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have to critical miss the actually yeah. miss like them. Like, if they had bad. stealth and you couldn't deal with them easy enough, I think maybe you could probably. And she also needed mastermind, not just. She does have it, but she needed full dial mastermind.
2: Well, the th- yeah, the thing is with the, the vines, though, is that you're trying to just lock somebody down. They have a 10 attack in cap. So, yeah. I mean, and the plasticity. So you're really just using them to lock down. The problem is, is that Red Roots speed is just terrible it like i've played the piece a couple times and it she just doesn't get across the map so she's always the last one there
0: yeah i mean at least she does have the free placement within hindering within six so that's some so technically she has a 10 but if you lose map uh you're screwed because you're right. just gonna play a no hindering map
2: yeah she's but then uh, she's uh she's no range and uh you gotta just basically base somebody so that's why those uh the The vines are important. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that is going to be our podcast tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, We'll try to figure out some more things to talk about next week. I'm assuming we're going to get a Scott Porter video on Monday. Um, There's really no big events coming out until Florida. So um, it's going to be basically reviews. What, honestly, we should do one of these days is do a a uh, slop review, because we did the regular set, but we haven't done a slop review.
1: Yeah, I'd be down, because there's a couple... Pe- I mean, there's a few pieces in the set that I really wouldn't enjoy talking about, so... Yeah.
0: Um, I don't want to do a tarot card one. There's just too many of them, plus uh, Critical Clicks did a really good job on their recent episode, so they covered it pretty much to a T of what you need to know about tarot cards. But uh, maybe next week we will do a... Um, slop event and we are going to be doing our podcast on mondays now so when you wake up i'm sorry on on tuesdays so when you wake up on tuesdays and you don't see us don't worry we're just moving it one day so your trip to work on wednesday you can listen to our beautiful majestic voices instead um but that is going to be it for the podcast thanks tree trunks and dan for joining me tonight uh good luck to everybody out there in month two for their Slop event or month three and get ready for Avengers forever. Hopefully there's some good stuff in there, and we will see everybody in Florida when that time comes. But until next time, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.